Anthony Bellino, he does the in-stadium video work for the Lions, now doing the in-stadium video and audio work uh, during Michigan football games. He's host of X's and Bros, heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network, including 96-1 The Game in GR. He's still PA voice of Toledo, right? That is correct, yes. And you're doing PA for Michigan men's and women's basketball. Am I missing anything else, Mr. Busy? Uh, no, no, that, that about covers it. Wow. How's it been doing the big house first two games? Uh, I, I haven't seen you because you're doing it during TV timeouts. I haven't been to a game in person, just watched them on television. Uh, what are you doing with Michigan football exactly? Uh, you know, so during those during those breaks, we've had um, you know some different sort of like events, I guess, or uh, hits is how you know what we refer to them as. So we've done a couple of things with the cheerleaders. We've done a punt, pass, and kick, a hundred yard dash, student catch a punt. So nothing out of the ordinary for any of your listeners that might have been to a Lions game that have seen me out on the field uh, doing some of the hosting. Um, you know, for uh, the Detroit Lions, it's basically the same thing, but for Michigan football. They're, they so far so good. I mean, two games in, one weather delay. That's not terrible. Um, you know, we stayed dry. It was relatively warm, so I'd rather be, you know, warm and rainy than cold and rainy, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, pretty much mixed reviews, kind of what I thought. You know, a lot of people uh, seem to like it, but you do have, um, you know, some of your more traditional uh, Michigan fans that, um, that they don't want the DJ. They don't want the in-game entertainment. They don't want it to feel uh, like uh, any sort of professional sports. So I did have one comment where somebody thought that uh, I think they said, quote, your um, Anthony, Mr. Bellino's amphetamine-influenced voice or something like that. So I thought mm. that was pretty interesting. Amphetamine-influenced uh, voice. I, uh, I've i never heard that one, Anthony. I, I don't know. You know. I try to lay off the meth, but apparently, apparently it sounds like I smoke a little bit before I go in there. Uh, you know, I get a little buzzed up. But no, I mean, you know, you're going to have the good with the bad. Anytime there's anything new like this, and this is drastically new for Michigan football. This is not something that uh, they've ever done before. So, you know, they're, they're working on trying to evolve what the game day presentation looks like. And, you know, to be honest with you, if, you know, for fans who might not be, you know, a big fan of things of that nature, what else are you doing during the TV timeout anyways? The band's still going to play. We're still doing stuff with cheerleaders. You know, it, it's all it's all good. No worries. It's pretty cool, though. hundred and, you know, 10,000 plus there, and you're on the mic, and I assume you're on the uh, big screens too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, uh, you know, one of my buddies had asked me, you know, how was it, you know, your first game? you know, out on the field, because it's different. You know, I've done PA there, you know, for the International Champions Cup when Real Madrid played Manchester United, um, you know, when PSG, that was at the big house, when PSG was taken on Roma at Comerica Park. I've done a Michigan football game before a public address, and it's, it's different when they can't see you, right? So when you're out in front, um, you know, you're down there on the field, you're on the big screen, everybody can see you, you know, you, you try not to get the uh, the delay uh, that exists there between when you talk and when you hear yourself through the, the, the stadium speakers. Try not to let that mess you up. And well, one of my buddies asked, like, how was I? I said, honestly, you just kind of black out. It's like, you know, talking to somebody, when you see them in person, you, you're looking into their eyes and you're speaking to them, right? You can see what's going on in the background, but they're not really the focal point. I said, I'm really just staring into a camera. You can see everybody, uh, like last Saturday night, everybody in their maze. You can see the crowd behind you, but you don't really, I mean, you're not really paying attention to it because you're, you're more focused on, you know, staring into the camera and then making sure that, you know, if, if we have our 100 yard dash, you know, looking to that side of the field, are our contestants in place, are they ready to go? Is, uh, you know, is our staff ready with the, uh, the jugs machine to launch the punt for the catch a punt, you know? 
there's a million other things going on. So you just kind of you know go through each hit, and you're out. It, it, it all happens so fast. I mean, it's 90 seconds in and out. So it's uh, it, it's pretty quick, but it's a it definitely is a lot of fun. My mom and dad came to the first game. Uh, they were excited. My mom, you know, I mean, now you know her. She must she must have taken 250 photographs. Uh, you know, a lot of it was just like, oh, you know, you can see you out there. Like, mom, there's a million people in this picture right now. What do you mean? She's like, no, you're right there. It's like, where's Waldo? And then your mom goes, you have an amphetamine influence voice. I got to find that message that was sent to me. It is, I mean, it's. Oh, it was it from Uncle Danny? Was that the message you sent me? For, we can't, we can't play <laughs> Uncle Danny's message on air. No, no, I, I wanted to, but I need to censor that first. It was, uh, yeah, amphetamine-induced voice mm. by Mr. Yeah. I'll tell you what, your Uncle Danny has a really unique way of complimenting family members on successful endeavors. <laughs> oh, my God, you said that to me. It was awesome. All right, so you're doing the Lions uh, in-game video work, uh, Lions Vision, whatever they call it. Man, that place, you've been there. How many years have you been doing that Lions TV work in, inside Ford Field? Uh, I've been in there, I think, since I think I started with the Lions in 2011, and I started doing the on-camera stuff like in 2016, 2017, maybe somewhere around there. Was that the loudest you've ever heard in Ford Field? You know, the most comparable environment I, I think that we that we've seen was Monday Night Football against the Jets back in 2019. Matt Patricia's first game start off with a pick six. I thought the lid was going to blow off that place. It would have been a retractable roof that night. And then we know how that game ended, 41 to seven or whatever it was. Um, you know, but I would say that that was very, very comparable. I mean, it definitely affected the Eagles uh, on offense. You know, Jalen Hurts had some had some problems, or their offensive line had some issues uh, with some communication. Uh, but to be honest with you, I mean, the atmosphere was great. Um, it was tough to see them lose you know once again a one possession game lose 38 35 but i think if you compare it to last year's contest you can see that some visible improvement and a great first drive down the field then jared goff and the offense stalled the rest of the uh, the, the first half and really that second quarter was a killer you look at that pick six i mean that was the ball game right there because you know they showed some great flashes of life there in the second half offense started moving the ball again very impressed with the run game and how um you know in involved and influencing uh, on the offense deandre swift has been i mean you look at 170 75 scrimmage yards. I mean, that's an awesome number uh, right there for for a guy like DeAndre Swift. So I think there were definitely some positives. Uh, the crowd noise being one of them. I expect it to be the same way this weekend. But huge, you mentioned something coming in off the break just now about the Lions not being favored in their last uh, what 20 games or whatnot. Uh, you want to know the last time they were favored? It was against the Carolina Panthers. You want to know what happened? We lost 20 to nothing. Huge. You think they're going to lose Sunday against the Commanders of Washington? No, I think they'll beat the football team. I, I, I honestly do. I think that there is enough. There was enough good things. You know, going back to rewatch the game. Um, yes, what was that on Tuesday, Monday, whatever day, whatever day today is. Um, you're going back to rewatch the game, looking at some of the little errors that they want to clean up. It was a missed block by T.J. Hawkinson. It was a couple of drop balls uh, that were thrown. You know, that hit receivers in the hands that you got to catch. You know, there were a couple other throws that Jared Goff made that you scratch your head and go, "What? What in God's green earth was that?" And I also think that having Carson Wentz in the backfield uh, for the commanders is completely different than Jalen Hurts. I mean, how many times do we see Jalen Hurts scramble and then chest pass it like it was a basketball out of bounds 
uh, to get rid of it, not take a sack, not take a tackle for loss, just take the incompletion and move on to the next down. Carson Wentz is not mobile, and that him not being mobile, I think that's a really nice advantage for the Lions' defense. I would expect Imani Obarrie to have a really, uh, you know, a good bounce back game for him in Week Two. Thought Jeff Okuda looked good in Week One, but AJ Brown, man, he was just damaging, damaging there uh, in Game Number One. They just could not find an answer for him. Anthony Bellino, he is the host of X's and Bros. Heard weekday mornings at six a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. You can hear Anthony weekday mornings in GR, West Michigan, on 96-1 the game as he talks about Michigan, Michigan State, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Wings, and more uh, X's and Bros on Twitter. Uh, Same thing, X's and Bros on Facebook. Before I let you go, uh, your thoughts on J.J. McCarthy. Before he's done playing quarterback at Michigan, will he take Michigan football to places Cade McNamara never did? Uh, I think so. And I, the one thing I do want to address with this real quick, if I may, is that, you know, fans got to be, they have to understand what Cade McNamara did for this, this program, this organization is something that no other, no, nobody else could achieve. Right. And so I think that you need to talk about it, you know, Cade McNamara with some respect. And when he takes the field, don't boo him. Don't chant. We want JJ. We want this. We want that. What we need you to do. We want you to cheer for whoever's under center at that time. JJ McCarthy, you saw him with four throws over 30 yards in that game against Hawaii. He did exactly what I thought he was going to do. He was going to go out there. He was going to torch the rainbow warriors. It looked like a Heisman candidate doing so. You could see the arm strength, that talent is there. I mean, the 70 yard bomb he threw to Ronnie Bell. Perfect. Roman Wilson, a couple times on the numbers, uh, Cornelius Johnson. I mean, it was, it was a, a wonderful showcase game. The moment wasn't too big for him. I love the way that they called the offense, you know, got him some short throws early, allowed him to take a big strike with the second pass uh, of the day because it was wide open over the top of the middle of the field. Uh, I like the fact that they did some rollouts and bootleg action, hitting tight ends in space. So, I thought it was a great, really well-called game. I felt really bad for Cade McNamara. You know, he comes in. That was the plan. J.J. was going to start. Cade was going to see some time. And Cade just really melted down. I felt bad for him because that's a really tough spot to be in for a young man. And, you know, when people talk about Cade McNamara, just talk about him as if he was your own son. That's the way I kind of look at it. But J.J. is, um, you know, it's J.J.'s a, a superior athlete. Like, there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. His arm talent alone is striking and, you know, that's, that's what they're going to need. If they want to be able to really actually compete the next time, if they ever make it back to the college football playoff, they need a quarterback that can extend the field. That's exactly what they got with J.J. McCarthy. You can hear Anthony weekday morning, 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network, X's and Bros. And like I said, in the Grand Rapids area, the only place you can wake up and listen and talk about Michigan sports teams with Anthony, Ryan, Danny, and the crew, X's and Bros. weekday mornings on our flagship station, 96-1, the game. A.B., keep up the great work. Congrats on everything. Uh, you're doing a stellar job in the morning with the crew, and we'll talk soon. Huge. Love you. Appreciate you, man. Thank Tell you. Uncle Danny I said hello. Can't wait to get a birthday <laughs> card from him. <laughs> Careful when you open it. Oh, my Lord. All right, we love you, Anthony Bellino. Check it in. He does a great show. Mornings on 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids, our flagship station across the Michigan Sports Network for the station Close to you, go to michigansportsnetwork.com.